ladies and gentlemen, this is Michael Dean on the Prince Podcast. We are live in the studio of Troy Gua. Sir, how are you? I'm doing well, Michael. Thank you for that beautiful pronunciation. I, hey, I try, and people <laughs> know I can butcher your name. But, man, this is exciting to me. I am not in my normal recording place, so this is, I got a different vibe right now. I feel like I'm actually doing something. And I'm not just sitting at home on draws. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as, as some of you will have seen in the YouTube video, on the videos, you know what's in this place. I am surrounded by paints. I am surrounded by Star Wars uh, statues. I don't like to call them action figures. Statues of all across the galaxy, across all of the movies except... I don't think yeah. you have uh, Ray. I don't. Or Finn. What's up with that? I haven't. I haven't. Like I, you know, like I told you earlier, I've run out of space. I can't. I had to stop collecting. Oh, uh, is that what it is? So yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. Well, Do, you know what? In fact, I don't even look anymore. Do they make twelve inch? I would the, imagine of, so. Okay. Yes, definitely, definitely. Well, now, well, since at some point, if I, you know, move into a bigger place, I'm. It, it used to have a room to its own. Back okay. in the day, my Star Wars collection like lived. I heard your wife, she mentioned you had boxes or crates. Yeah, and stuff, crates. Right? <laughs> I love it. Now, since we're we're just going to kind of go free here, but uh, I have to ask you, obviously you are a huge fan of Star Wars. Yes. And obviously a fan of the original and episode new prequels. And I do see a beep. Well, no, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I see BB-8 up there here. I thought I maybe I saw There's, Kylo Ren, but I don't see no. him. But are, are you a fan of the new movies? I am a big fan of the new movies, okay. actually. All right. um, I'm not that huge of a fan of the prequel trilogy, but... Tolerate it. <laughs> tolerate it, and being that I was in collecting mode at the time, mm. I would just, you know, I had to do it. I had to go with it. All right, now... Um, and I had to have a Samuel L. Jackson figure. It was like, you know... Do I see? Oh, there he is, right there. Yeah. And... Um, so you're a fan of the, of the new movies. Um, are you excited for Solo? Mm. Gosh, not not much. Okay. I'm curious, mm -hmm. and I've probably listened to too much pre-movie <laughs> chatter from okay. other folks. And, I mean, I'll see it. But what I've seen, I mean, it's Harrison Ford. You can't right. fill those shoes. Well, I, and I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I do know that they had the premiere of the movie a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. And so there are reactions online. Yeah, I and haven't seen them. People are saying, some people are saying uh, the guy nails it. Really? As, as hand. Okay. It takes a little bit for you to get into it, but after a while, you're like... He hits his stride. He's, he's doing his thing. They said uh, Donald Glover yeah. kills it. As I'm Lambert. sure. They're saying he needs to he have does. his own movie. Right on. But they say the movie is uh, fun. They say it's, it's, it's enjoyable, and some people say he opens the door for that being a franchise unto itself. So I, I bet we'll that's see. that's probably we'll the plan. See. I hope it works out. I mean, and I'm, I'm I guess I no, you just made me excited to go see it. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I mean, I'm I'm going whether I was excited or not, mm -hmm. but I am very cautious, right? Because uh, I just well, what did you think about the last the Jedi? New? Oh, loved it. Okay. I'm one of the people who me too loved it. I have no problem with it. Did I want to see Luke? Be the Luke I remember as a kid, of course. Yeah, but I dug the story. He was older. That's right. Going through stuff. He's a different guy. Yeah. So I, I thought it's it was life great. experience changes people. Yeah. 
I will say this funny though, you know, I've since bought the movie. I don't find myself watching it as much as I watch no, The true. Force Awakens over and over. I don't know what that's about. Huh. I mean, I love the movie, but I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's not a, I don't know how to describe it. Maybe it's not a, it's a, it's toned different than The it, Force Awakens. Yeah, it is. And uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a slower pace to it, but for some reason I'm finding it, it I'm not watching it. It doesn't have Han Solo. That may be it. That might be it. Man, it could he's be the, it. Yeah. Could be it. I mean, but it has Luke. Though. It does have, yeah. That first one didn't have Luke, but I, you know what? It doesn't. I will say it doesn't have the Luke that I know in my heart that I wanted. Yeah, I wanted right. And just jump right in action. I was pretty excited yeah. when they were fighting, and then you find out that it's just a hallucination or a, yeah, you know. It was so badass. Though. It was badass. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know if I at the time when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that was a kind of a cool way to die. Mm. But now I'm not. I don't know. I'm not sure. Now I would also ask you: Have you? Uh, the, I don't know if you've bought the Blu-ray or the digital version or at all. Nope. There is a documentary on there. Uh, I, the name escapes me, <clears throat> but it is essentially a making of the movie. But really, sort of spotlights on Ryan Johnson. Oh yeah. But awesome documentary. Is it? Like, uh, there are okay. times in there. I will admit, I was kind of tearing up. Because it, you know, there's the Carrie Fisher yeah, yeah, part yeah, on Carrie, there, mm -hmm. and she's so brutally honest. Yeah, you know, and you see them so making cool. the movie. There's Mark Hamill was all throughout, and he's the first one to let you know he does not agree with <laughs> what's going on with the does movie. Does he as he's making he, it? Yeah, he's, like he really? like comes right out. So this isn't, but you know, he's so professional and so dedicated. He's like, you know what, I don't like this, but I'm here to let's do this. Yeah, it's you this know, guy's I'm vision, and he's do it. you know. Right. And it's it's amazing because I think he wanted to be that Luke Skywalker too, <laughs> right? And he wanted to be a different Luke Skywalker yeah. in Return of the Jedi, though, too. True, like you know, he's got his own ideas. Yeah, and so it, and and just so seeing him deal with that, and then of course he can't go somewhere without somebody on the crew, uh, Mister Hamill. I, I just wanted to let you know that I just <laughs> so you know, you know, you can see like. They sold they he, so much love, and That's it's cool. on video. It's it's, it's amazing. Is that the only see. place you can see it? Yes, it's on. If you have to buy the whatever version okay. you buy, it's on there. But yeah, it's, it was worth buying just yeah, to see I that. I say. would say it was very good. Um, all right, but anyway, Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, but we are here also to really talk about you, mm. and talk about your work, mm -hmm. uh, specifically your work in the Prince community. Uh, where should we begin? Boy, I don't know. Where should we begin? <laughs> well, let's start um, with the, um, maybe, maybe folks, I don't know. Does every, maybe not everybody well, knows. Maybe some of you don't. I don't know how you don't, but if you don't know Troy's work, explain to us what, what you're is. here for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, let me, I guess I, let's just start with saying that I'm a, I'm a visual artist mm -hmm. and I work in, uh, a lot of different media um gosh this particular project is uh, to me is now a photography project it started out as a sculpture that i made a miniature um is that the question was i explaining this no project? no you're, you're yeah okay <laughs> um and so it's a one six scale version of mr nelson that i created in the style of uh, Jerry Anderson's Super Marionettes 
from his super marionation movies and TV shows from like the 60s and 70s. Is this the Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds. Okay, yes, yes. Scarlet, uh, Captain Scarlet. Uh, there's mm-hmm. just a, a bunch of different ones that are weird and super cool. And I grew up just kind of being fascinated by their weirdness mm-hmm. and the surreal quality of these characters. They had these oversized heads for practical reason right. because the solenoids, the machinery that made them move needed to fit inside this okay. head. Okay. But secondarily, it gave it this kawaii aspect, This right? The, the, the Japanese word for cute is kawaii which okay. is you know I, I, maybe hello kitty is a good example of that you know the big head big eyes and it just lends this cuteness to it so i had always had these in the back of my head <laughs> okay and then i also every christmas i'm a totally into rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and all the oh, rankin wow. and bass specials yes, you know yes. and they're just bizarre cool otherworldly you know and I was just fascinated by how that looked. And so Team America comes out, the movie Team America, mm-hmm. Matt Stone, Trey Parker. Um, and I'm obsessed with it. My buddy and I are obsessed with it. We go see it for six weeks in a row. And we decide that we want to make our own characters. Okay, I guess I should go back. So Team America was also based on the Jerry Anderson movies okay. and, and that look. That's right. Yeah. That- yeah. So that rekindled that that flame of that, you know, those cool marionettes. And my buddy and I decided, to, he's an artist too, my buddy John Black, um, we decided to create our own characters of ourselves. Ah. And so we did, and they were kind of, you know, they weren't that great, honestly. <laughs> but it was just a fun project to do. And at that time even, I was like, you know, I would love to make like a little prince Team America guy, <laughs> and that was it. Uh, you know, um, and it wasn't until years later, and it was the end of 2011. Uh, we had gone to see Prince uh, at the Tacoma Dome. Okay. And it was after like a couple years of me being in the like the Seattle art scene, whatever you want to call it, where I was very active. I did a lot of shows. I spent a lot of money on making art that didn't sell. <laughs> and I was like at this kind of crossroads of being kind of burnt out. Like I was getting uh, some attention, local attention and recognition. And, you know, people were asking me to do things, but I was having a real hard time, like m- making a living. Mm. So I was just wanted to escape and do something completely fun for myself. And I picked up some Sculpey clay and started sculpting one night. And a couple of days later, I had a little prince head. And yeah, it just... <laughs> what was what was the first... I don't know what to call it. Is it a, not a model? But what was the first one you created? Like with the, the clothes and everything? The, well, he was naked for a little while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so the, the body is what's called a BJD. It's a ball joint doll which is huh. got a culture all unto itself. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, I'm not a part of it. I don't know if they've, I don't, it, not that I want to be a part of it. It's just like a separate thing. Like this little, the LPP project hasn't really been gotten the attention of the ball joint doll community. Ball joint yeah. doll community. It's mostly like, okay. from what I see, it's like a uh, little emo goth, uh, 
Victorian. Interesting. You know, like, yeah, it's a trip. But anyway, so that's where the body came from. I modified it, cut it down to mm-hmm. proper proportions, painted it, outfitted it with body hair. Uh, wow. Via my, my cashmere socks. Oh, okay, I was gonna, and uh, I, I was going to say something else. About my <laughs> no, I know, man. <laughs> like from the get-go, from that first picture, I had my friends going, "Tell me that's not pubes, please." I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. But so you know, and I and he was in his birthday suit, and I took a couple pictures and and posted it online on Facebook, and mm. I had a couple of. At that time, I don't even, I mean, I had a few Prince friends. Okay. Uh, and they maybe posted it somewhere else. I believe the website Soul Bounce posted it one day, and that caught the attention of Questlove. Questlove. Is this the one that's just sort of the neck up yeah. picture we've seen? Yeah, like oh, chest okay. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. He's yeah. looking into the camera. with the, He's got the purple rain hairdo. Yes, and, okay. So, yeah, and that's how it started. Wow. Now, so when it catches that attention, <clears throat> Quest Love, and um, when did I just always remember he had the t shirt? Oh, yeah. Another big moment. Quest right? Love wore the t shirt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. So that's going to lead us into. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. But so well, before we get to that, then. So. This is when you start to put that out. What year was this? This is uh, 2011. 2011. Like, okay. like between, I, I like to say LPP was born on December 29th. This was my mom's birthday. Okay. Uh, 2011. Wow. So that was the first time you put that picture out? Or was that first that's time you made? when the head was like, that's when the head was complete. That's when okay. I found, that's when I saw life in it. <laughs> was there something in you that when you after you made that and you was just something clicked or you just kind of was like oh this is cool I did this <sighs> yeah no it took a while to like click I knew that what I had made was kind of special mm. <laughs> I, I, because just because I could look at it and see life in it mm, okay you know what I mean it's wow. hard to explain but that's the best way I can explain it and, and go ahead and it just um yeah it, it had some kind of essence some kind of quality and I had, I really just wanted to make the iconic purple rain look with the ruffle shirt, the black trousers, okay. and the purple raincoat. And that that look would be the look that would always come first to mind to yeah, even right. a non fan, right? So, yeah. and, and the and the crazy thing about it is, you know, as we will talk about. If you had just stopped at that point, it'd just been like, yeah, this is remarkable. <laughs> this is cool. But you don't do the ruffled shirt, this look. You are like deep diving into oh, every, yeah. you know, era, a, a picture, an off picture of Prince or something you saw. And you're, you know, you're meticulously sort of going in and creating these outfits. Mm-hmm. When did you decide to go beyond doing the Purple Rain look and like, okay. I, this can be. This is gonna be. This can be. I'm a, I got else. something for the ass. Yeah. <laughs> really, it was just people online responding to those first pictures and okay. saying, "Oh man, you got to do Dirty Mind. Mm. You got to do. You know. Okay. We need a sign of the times." <laughs> and that spurred me on. Um, and then, okay, then Questlove challenged me to do the sign of the times, like the cover. album cover. Okay. Wow. And I was like, there's no possible way. 
<laughs> and then I got to work. Mm. <laughs> and and that kind of got me going on the recreating of uh, existing album imagery okay. trip. And so I did that for a while. And um, wow. And it was just this fun thing to do. And people then started asking for t-shirts mm, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and posters and, you know, calendars. And at the time, and I will still to this day tell you that I felt like I was not in the wrong, uh, but I fulfilled those requests and began making okay. t-shirts mm-hmm. <laughs> and calendars and, and stuff. And, uh, and quests of war his, <laughs> and that's probably sort of possibly here. where someone got you know tipped off to that right. in the prince camp, and started looking closer, and decided that they couldn't control this and needed to put a stop to it. And huh, well, yeah. Let me ask you about that. So you got the calendars out there are doing something you got t-shirts obviously there's there's some merchandising there's merchandising and it's not like I'm I mean you know, I, but I, I got to be I got to tell you that it's not like I was paying my light bill mm, with you know I wasn't true. making money okay <laughs> well when did you first get a notice or some sort of contact from Paisley Park or Prince or something uh it was from his his Los Angeles based law team and it was November I want to say 12th, 2012. So it was about almost a year later from okay. like the inception of the project. And what were they saying? I mean, what they're, well, they're saying that I was, uh, and it's true, I was using his name and trademark symbol in these recreations and selling it as merchandise. Oh. And, and, and that is true. My argument, though, is that... <laughs> It was Le Petit, Le Petit Prince, not just Prince. Mm. And um, the imagery was so transformed from its original that I really don't think there could have ever been a mistake <laughs> <laughs> that this was the real thing. Right. I mean, it was... Uh, and so there's there's a thing called parody law, and this oh. falls in that category. Okay. Like, like bread in a toaster. Bad hosts. <laughs> and uh, there's also a thing called fair use law, mm-hmm. which has to do with uh, celebrity and uh, being able to use their likeness because of their uh, fame. And so there's there's a couple of arguments I could have used legally that I feel would have been enough to probably win the case, but there's no case unless you get sued and a cease and desist letter is, is not a lawsuit. Um, it is, a, it's basically a, you better quit or else letter. Right. And, uh, I certainly did not want to, uh, ruffle the shirt of my hero, well, so to speak. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, when you get something like that and you are, uh, you so appreciate the person that you know inspires the work. Yeah. How do you just to say, you know what? I don't want to be in a conflict with you. Yeah. You're the reason kind of I'm doing right. this. Exactly. You know, so yeah, it was like no, there's no possible way I'm gonna fight this, even if I think I'm right, because this 
is about love, respect, admiration, celebration of this man's creativity and his output that has meant so much to me. You yeah. know, it's like, I'm not, okay. If, and at the time I was all butthurt about it and probably made it seem like, uh, it was more personal than it probably was. Um, and to this day, I still have to, uh, not argue, but I, I, I have to convince people that this cease and desist letter is not the same thing as his condemnation. <laughs> right. It doesn't mean that he disapproved. It doesn't mean that he thought it was whack. It doesn't mean anything except that his law team, maybe him, thought I was using his name to profit. And mm. that's the end of it. And so when folks speculate about whether or not he liked or disliked this project, it's, uh, it's unnecessary and it's sort of hurtful. Like it doesn't, especially at this point, there's no, there's really no reason to, right. and there's no reason to, sp to spread the idea. Oh, he, Prince, he didn't like, exactly like what you were doing. Right. How it's like, no, that's not the case. And if you can show me some kind of piece of evidence that he right. said that, well then, okay. But I've even, you know, and I've heard from close associates of him that worked with him for years that actually he reached out to them and said, what do you think of this? Right. And he apparently, and now this is all hearsay too, but apparently he thought it was awesome, but he didn't know how to control it. Mm. And, you know, okay. wow. he had a control thing. Uh, I have a control thing, but so I get <laughs> it. But, you know, uh, he didn't know what to do with it, how to control it, and how do you... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I can just, you know, again, I'm speculating. Yeah. And I don't Let's know. Let's not Prince. speculate. <laughs> but I can only imagine, like, based off of things that he said about other things and how he feels about his likeness. Oh, yeah. somebody's got my likeness out there. Yeah. I don't have nothing to do about it. Eh. It makes sense. I know. Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, of course, the fan community is like, like, you didn't know this was coming. Are you kidding? And, well, I really didn't because in my heart of hearts, I believed I was creating new art mm. that, you know, wasn't infringing because it was so transformed from its original. It was appropriation to a degree, but it wasn't infringement. Well, I think, uh, you know, and just from me and my vantage point, you can see the love in it. Like, it had been one thing if this was Hasbro <laughs> just yeah. decided, we're just going to make a Prince Purple Rain uh, hopefully action figure and like, just put it out. But yeah. you can see that this person who made this has to be a deep fan and really understand what this is because no one would go through what it takes to make something like that and that the details of it would be missed yeah so it, to me it's obvious this is a person who loves prince and respects it uh so i, I would never i never had those feelings at all because i was like well, nobody could throw this together this is yeah <laughs> you gotta and if i had really wanted to somehow capitalize on it i would have i would have sold them as dolls but i don't right. see them as dolls i see them as props they're subjects to these images that I craft that capture moments and essence and spirit. And they're not dolls to me. <laughs> now, with that said, uh, you're still going to take my money right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. Just joking. Yeah, you don't know how many people oh, over I the years imagine. have, I mean. I would imagine. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, man, let me get that. Well, I tell you what, if you ever, I have a, actually, I have a request. Uh oh. Because I know I, you, you like to, re, you can recreate different scenes and stuff of mm-hmm. that nature. So I want to see uh, if you can. I'd love to give you a challenge of recreate uh, from Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. Either two different ones. <laughs> if you're going to say the basement scene. <laughs> That's already one that I need to do. Okay, there you go. I was gonna say that that was that or the barnyard. Okay, (laughs) but see, here's the thing that involves Apollonia. Like that doesn't seem that scene doesn't make neither of those scenes. Right. But here's the thing: there will never be another character in this series. And you know, this is another thing. It's that I need to explain. This whole series is about the autonomy of Prince. Mm, Okay. His loneness his oneness his uh singularity his and also it's about his aloneness and loneliness Mm. and you know it's uh, different levels okay Okay. and i don't want to take anything away from the the, the, all the people that were true supporting him and helped make his magic I don't. That's not the. That's not the point. But the idea is, and I think they would agree with me that if he could have cloned himself to do what they did for him, he would have. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, if you ever make a hide the bone series, <laughs> you can start with that. But no, I, I dig that man. Um, but um, and you you showed me. I got to see some of the tools of the trade and how you just make stuff, and I'm like blown away because. Uh, you know, we mentioned Star Wars earlier. And one of the things that fascinates me when I watch the Star Wars making of videos that they always have, mm-hmm. the you know, they go into the creature shop yeah. or, you know, Lucas Films, and you see how they make all those practical effects and yeah. the models and all of that stuff. And it blows my mind. Like, these people are freaking music- uh, magicians. Like, right. I don't understand how you come up with this stuff. But you are on that same level, man, because you're showing me, like, the the molds yeah. that you're making and you kind of explain like how that, I have no idea how that was created and you kind of explain a little bit to me and it just seemed like, man, I don't know, like where do you learn to do that kind of stuff? At? Um, I've trial and error. I've, I've taught myself pretty much everything. Wow. I mean, of course nowadays you can find any kind of Some tutorial are, for anything, sure. but you know, like a lot of this stuff that I've made, especially regarding the, the LPP series is, really like i said super macgyvery it's like okay i've got a piece of this mdf panel i think that would make a good guitar hmm. <laughs> you know and i just and you have to like like manual i say man yeah you have to carve yeah, that yeah. out yeah fabricate like I, a lot of this stuff is fabricated from nothing a, a, some of it is appropriated wow. from other you know like one six scale is a whole universe unto mm-hmm. itself as well so if but they like, don't have no one six scale Prince guitars, no, and no. Like that stuff is definitely all me. Wow. But like you know, um, I need a basketball. Let's see. Oh yeah, they've totally got a one six scale basketball. Sure. Let me get that. Um, but I mean, just I mean, how do you do you do you like okay? I'm gonna do the cymbal guitar, and do you have to have? I mean, like the first one, did you have to do a couple of them till you got it right, or do you no. just like took your time and yeah. just? How long would it? Uh, can you give me like a ballpark range of like? From beginning to end, how long it would create like a guitar? A guitar, yeah. Uh, I did the Gus guitar, the last purple one, mm-hmm. which has uh, like a gold. To me, it looks like a, a inner 
like a balloon. It almost looks like a balloon that okay. was stretched yeah, out. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That guitar, and it's got the purple uh, carbon fiber. Okay. That one is the most recent one I've done, and it took me, well, it took me a few tries to figure out how to make that gold bend mm. around the guitar, that that wow. inner tube type thing. Um, that took maybe, I don't know, three days. But from like inception, c- cutting to, it know. out and painting and all. That? Yeah. Wow. But for like a honer, like if I was to make a little mad cat, mm-hmm. I bet I could do that in a day now. Amazing. But it, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. I've been doing this for, it's crazy, but I've been doing it for over six, seven years. Okay. Now, have you, I mean, when you were younger, were you doing models or? Just uh, I did crazy? a couple of models as a kid. Okay. Um, I've always been, um, Man. I've always been very creative and crafty. Except for like a fifteen-year span of time that I spent mostly drunk, <laughs> dark but, ages. Yes. Dark ages. Wow. I mean, yeah. It's just uh, it boggles my mind because I I, I I got to see a few little I don't know what you call them head busts or yeah the anything. oh the little LPP the and maestro I'm like, bust. Now I don't know to you you like yeah you know this one's okay I'm like dude this is the shit right how the <laughs> hell did you get the eyes and the it's just so details, man. I keep saying the details, but that's the that's where. But yeah, that's why. Lies, yeah. That's why. They have the, whatever the fact that factor. That's why people are attracted to them, mm-hmm. or they find some value in them because it is the details that. And I mean, we we grew up studying this man, yeah, and musically, physically you know, visually. Mm-hmm. And so we know every breath in the, you know, in the song, you know, we have every little, you know, every little vocal thing. So it's the same as it is with that, but for the clothes and the visuals for me, especially. And, uh, yeah, shit. I don't know. <laughs> like I was thinking about it earlier and it's like, he's probably going to ask me like, what drew you to Prince? Well, I mean, and, yeah, that's an obvious question. But. Yeah. But to me, you know, the music is is the underlying factor. Mm-hmm. For me, it was always that that philosophy of we're all weird. Let's get together. Okay. You know, okay. it's like it's this utopian uptown, right? It was that philosophy that made the most sense to me. It's like this is where I want to live, <laughs> man. Where so it doesn't matter what color we, you know, right, if we could right. like, and it's true, it's real though. Like we have we have created it in yeah. in in his likeness right like we have created uptown and if we could just figure out a way to like spread that around the world yeah or at least let's start with the country yeah and you, <laughs> and you, you get a little bit of that when you go to you know minneapolis right uh, yeah that, that, it's a it's, a it's an amazing feeling and it's just so wonderful and it's a yeah what um <clears throat> What was I going to say? I'm looking at the Star Wars. <laughs> You're fixated on. Should I, I'm a little bit. Should I put LPP? I always in your wanted hands? to have like. Oh, is this, this some stuff st- that you didn't do? Yeah, as yeah. a kid, I didn't get to have all these kind of things. So it's funny. I, as an adult, I'm like really like now into man. I want to buy up all these yeah. Gundam stuff. Yeah, right. Like Batman things. So when I go to like Comic Con, I just sit there and stare at like all this stuff. See, I don't even go because it's just too much temptation. Oh, you'll have to go. Have you went once at all? No. Dude, matter of fact, there is one coming next month. 
Here? It's the first one that's going to be here called AceCon or something like that. I'll go it's going to be if at you the, take me. I'm going to go. I, I mean, I take my kids, but you're certainly okay. welcome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's not the Irmo City Comic Con. It's a different one. But this one, I know we are sidetracked. I may or may edit this out, but <laughs> they're going to have, uh, little, literally have the Avengers there. Oh, right? like the actors? Like the actors. All of them. I, just about. Wow. Uh, okay. Captain America, Thor, Loki, Spider-Man. Is Robert Downey Jr. going to be there? I, they have not announced him uh, yet. Yeah. Well, the catch <laughs> is, though, if you want to take a picture with any of these guys, it's like three, $400. Really? All of them, or three of them, it's 1000 It's really? outrageous. Crazy. But I guess you're not going to get these guys to normally come out. Right. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, going back to Comic-Con, um, <laughs> you would love Comic-Con because I'm sure I, I love going. I went last year. I went two days in a row, matter of fact. The Artist Alley. Yeah. There's a whole huge section of just artists at their booths, whether, you know, whether they're artists in terms of drawing or yeah. they're writers, and all the artwork is laid out. They're doing huh. stuff there in person, selling. Really? Yes. It is awe-inspiring. Like, that's why I like to go. Yeah. That's the only reason I okay. like to go, because I Sold. just love looking and meeting them, people, you know, they're trying to do their thing are these folks that are like in the industry both okay in the industry people wanting to be people oh, self-published okay. anyone can have their thing so it's a, you'll have like somebody you've never heard of mind-blowing art style right and you're just like cool cool you know and i like i spent a lot of money because i was like i want to buy <laughs> a print this one i want to buy your stuff and then they'll have like you know some comic legend I was just sitting next to them at their take really? Chris Claremont or something. I'm like, you did X Men on the. Why are you just sitting? You know, it's just like it's amazing. But yeah, you yeah Comic Con. Yeah, you okay. have to. All check right, it out. all right. Yeah. You sold me. And then like, uh, the just cosplay. the costumes. Uh, and, yeah, I know. This year was so amazing. I took my daughter. She's two. It was her first time. I bet she was like. And just like freaking out so much and they're so you know you're talking about the details right. they go yeah now you can do like so much yeah. with like 3d printing and yes it yeah, was there's amazing. no there's no limits to uh, what the common man can do yeah. stuff that only stacia lang used to be able to do and yeah, yes <laughs> and shout out to stacia lang shout yeah. out to her uh but yeah i um, and that's why, you know, when I think about celebration, she can really only do what she does still to this day. I must say, hey, yeah, she's and amazing. hello, Stacia. You know, <laughs> I love you, and you're such an inspiration to me. Yes. Well, I was, so speaking of like costumes and outfits, that's what I was like. Celebration. Mm. When I look at Comic Con, they need to just have like a whole yeah. showcase of cosplay, like let <laughs> people awesome. go to town and celebrate it because they're because, doing it anyway. Yeah. So and why not make it a thing? It, yeah, yeah. And get and, and encourage other people. Like I would love to to do it but i was just so like eh, i don't know because <laughs> they're not really asking for it so i would just kind of have to really be like i'm really all into it which i am but you know like you man like you had uh the love sexy jacket. yeah like yeah. you did it up man i, I was did like, it up damn i wish i had the boss there's like a few outfits that i didn't get aware that i'm bummed i didn't get really aware, but yeah oh uh, here you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> next which, year which one was this um i had kind of a 1999 era really? thing going where i had the the what do you even call that? So the gray buttoned leather yes. collar thing, mm -hmm. and I had like the black vest, and okay, wow. I had cufflinks made. That one said lust, one said love. How come you didn't wear? Uh, 
I just didn't make it out oh, that day. Man. I didn't make it out that ah. night. And it was, yeah. And I was, I don't know. I was more probably like feeling to casual that. Okay. Yeah. Well, shout out to those who did yeah, wear absolutely. some stuff yeah, out. It was so fun. Uh, I don't have the young lady. I think her name was Tracy. I'm Tracy Anzaldi. Okay. And she had like the dirty mind yeah. thing and, and also uh, Shayla. Yeah. Her friend Shayla. Yeah. I, they blew everybody's heads down. Minds. Yeah. They did their thing, man. I love that. But that's like, that's why I'm like, I want, we got to do that. I mean, Prince was all, mm-hmm. he didn't care what nobody thought. He did his that's right. you know, stuff. And we should celebrate Our clothes. Our hair, Our hair. We don't care. It's all right. about being there. So, yeah, man, I think that would be an amazing they thing. They should to totally do. open like a night. That's right? what I'm saying. Like a Paisley whole Park after dark. Wear dress your, up. Dress, wear your favorite prints related or make your own mm-hmm. sort of inspired thing. That'd be so cool. Be awesome. I would love it. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, speaking of that, so we're obviously both Prince fans and we both live in Seattle, Washington, yeah. or at least on the outskirts for me. Um, what are all the shows that you got to see Prince here locally? Let's see. <laughs> um, Purple Rain was my first, and that was 85. Tacoma Dome. Tacoma Dome. Yes. Did you I, go to I was that? I had to sit. They had sold seats behind the stage. Yeah. So I had to sit back there. But yeah. Hey, man, you were there. I was there. So that was first. That was baptism. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, yeah, so I was like a 13-year-old kid, and that just blew, blew my mind. Um, Love Sexy. Yep. That really blew my mind because yes. I was like, you know, 17 ish. Mm-hmm. And that was just pure. I know it was about spirituality, but there was also sexuality. And it just was that concert changed everything. And this, the, the, and we're talking about a huge span of time difference, right? From yeah. 84 to 88. 88. Yeah. We had not seen him that whole in, in right. flesh. In, yeah. And yeah. at least in our area. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Really, if you think about it, though, four years isn't that long, and but to, to imagine like how much it, it is, he it was grew, back then, though it was to us. <laughs> yeah. But like as an adult, four years right. is nothing. But imagine how much he accomplished and in changed period, yeah. in those four years. It's totally it's different. Incredible. Yeah. Um, there was no internet back then, yeah. y'all. That so we didn't. You you just went off of you saw things yeah. on MTV or right. it was in a magazine or you had to be there. Or you had to be there. That was it. <laughs> right and let's see what happened let's see god i think there was a big chunk of time that he didn't come back around here i want to say did did you go to the gorge i went to the gorge but that wasn't until like what early 2000 no 98 okay yeah that was 10 years wait 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 wait. so he hadn't came since loves yeah yeah let's see right that's crazy yeah and i was not a man of means that was able to travel to <laughs> yeah me neither yeah wow so i forgot that that was such a large gap yeah it was a long that time like we missed act one act, you know all that <laughs> there was a lot yeah um and mm. then from 98 the next one was one night alone mm-hmm. at the paramount that. i went to that were you in the music club at that <laughs> man time? Oh, that's a stupid sorry. story <laughs> i was but I was, <laughs> oh. um, I went with my ex-wife and f- I don't know if this happened for real or if I'm just imagining it because I was kind of drunk, but it seemed like they kept like pulling the girls down front and making the dudes stay back. I don't know if that really happened or not, but I ended up like mm. 
getting kicked out because I kept trying to get closer. Really? Yeah. During the show? During the show. I kept trying to get closer, uh, and they kept pulling me wow. back. I was like, but my wife is up there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that wasn't a great experience. Uh, so you didn't... I didn't yeah, really experience they, that the was show. the That was the sound check show. I know. Mm-hmm. I won't even go into like it. Like I said, I spent like 15 years drunk and gotcha. that fell within that range. Okay. <laughs> um, after that was musicology, I believe. Yes. Yep. And that was in the round at the Key Arena. Mm-hmm. Was that 2004? Does that sound right? I think so, around about that time. And then... I think he did two shows, didn't he? Yeah, did he? I, I think. I only went to one. I only went to one, yeah. After that, God, when was what was after that? Um, he did the Tacoma, Tacoma Dome, and, Dome, but that was 2011. Was there nothing between? Locally, no, no, nope. So yeah, that was right. the, like the add-on to the Welcome to Canada, right? At the last minute, did you thing. go to the after? I did. Show? Yes, okay, I did. Excellent, excellent. And then got to see two shows of uh, Third Eye Girl, and that okay, was it. That was the last one. Yeah. Those were awesome. That was awesome. They were, show. I mean, such a small place. To yeah, see. yeah, it was something that we never experienced before or mm-hmm. would again. You know, and how could you turn? Even though those tickets were like crazy <laughs> expensive, and I got in trouble for it, it's like there's no way I wasn't gonna see Prince at the, the showbox. Show exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I took my lumps where they came, and I was like, mm, did what I, I had, had to, to do. do it, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you went to both. Now I understand yeah. why you might have yeah. trouble. <laughs> but I ain't mad at you. <laughs> Somebody was, but they got over it. Okay. Yeah, that was uh that show was awesome because it was such an intimate room and yeah. it was just right there and that band. It was so it was rocking. Like, yeah, it, it was, was so like, loud. Wow. Yeah, it was power it was like powerful. Yeah. It was a powerful show. And uh, like I told I told you earlier, I have a, a regret moment about oh. the piano and the microphone tour. Right. Um, so explain <laughs> that to the to people. Oh, God. Um, so a buddy of mine, Peter, lives in San Francisco. He had an extra ticket for the show and said, hey, buddy, you got to come down. I've got this ticket. Let's go. And I stupidly turned him down. Mm. Uh, because I just, you know, there was no way he wasn't going to eventually come here. And because I had gotten kind of bit on the ass for spending all that money on the Third Eye Girl shows, I, I restrained myself, you know, and was like, no, nah, man, that's cool. Thank you for offering, but I can't afford it. And uh, I never got to see one of those shows. And I will eternally be regretful to that. And Peter will eternally be laughing at me. <laughs> but, you know, I, fortunately, we do have video and and youtube and i've got to see footage and uh you know they showed some really good excerpts at celebration last year and and this year and i got to experience it as much as i i guess i could and you know with the the stuff floating around that people are generous enough to share with me um but still (laughs) i should have gone yeah (laughs) you know well that's the thing too i think there's a lot of things that we could have wanted to go experience during that time. I mean, whether or not we 
thought we had the means or did. Right. But it is, you know, that was the thing about Prince. You was either there yep. or you wasn't. It was that experience for that, who I was there. And we got to experience what we did experience. I yeah. mean, for a lot of people, we saw a lot, right? Right, right, Because yeah. we, we met a young lady today. Right. She had only seen him once. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Know. And like I was telling you earlier, it's not a quantification of our devotion or fandom. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. And it's, uh, shit. If I had... The means, of course, I would have been all over it. But again, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and shit, there's people. But then there's also the folks that don't have the means. They figure it out, and I just well, that's why know. I say whether we the means we think we have right. or don't have. Because right. <laughs> if but you want to do something, I don't know, man. Do it, but... Like I'm kicking myself, so I'm trying to justify, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my lack of travel. But you know, I just wasn't gonna. I'm a I'm an independent visual artist, so I'm like a hustler essentially. <laughs> I don't have a regular paycheck. I, I I sell work regularly, but that may change. Hmm. So I can't. You know what I mean? I it's like, now. So I couldn't. I, I couldn't, couldn't. Yeah. But uh, again, I'm just justifying it. <laughs> what uh, you know? And I, it's it's cool as I'm looking around the room, and I know we are coming from the same time era because. Yeah, you have the Prince pictures, but you have the Belinda Carlisle <laughs> picture up there. Yeah. And I'm like, I yeah. know who that is. Yeah. Go Go's. I remember she, when she Big went fan. solo. Uh, I always thought she was fine. She is so fine. <laughs> but uh, I love that you have her up there. What What other uh, stuff were you into back then? Back then? Yeah. In the 80s? In the 80s. Oof. <laughs> uh, what were you not into, right? Yeah, well, God, I went through phases. I mean, Prince was a constant. Mm-hmm. But then under that, there would be like Depeche Mode phase, mm-hmm. uh, The Cure, The Cult. Okay. Uh, I even had like a butt rock phase where I was into Motley Crue for a while. <laughs> uh, Billy Idol. Nice. Um, I got into, you know, the R&B phase, Belle Biv DeVoe and the New Edition. <laughs> and right everything that Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis did, I got into. That's so and funny. I was just playing my Jam and Lewis playlist as I was coming to see Were you? you. Yeah, I was, I was stuck on my Sherelle and Alexander O'Neill stuff. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I, I'm an obsessive kind of guy, so I really get, obviously, get <laughs> into something heavily. Okay. You know, I, I work it like a job. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> um, so speaking of, you know, you say you're selling art and you've got these incredible pieces along the wall. So, I mean, the, you're... you're house is essentially this gallery right like how does um how, how does that explain a little bit to us i don't know that world i mean how does that work where you're able to sell how art? i'm able to make a living yeah how do you well i mean do you approach galleries or do um, they come to you how man that- it's there's so many ways to do it and everybody's path is differently mine uh essentially has been in place since 2009 where i became affiliated with sam gallery which is the seattle art museum has a a gallery where they show northwest artists show and sell and and also rent artwork um from northwest artists and i've been fortunate enough to have a series that's really pretty popular and is uh it's called the pop hybrid series and they're essentially uh um like juxtaposed icons crammed together into one image mm-hmm. the uh, the concept for that being a, a future where we're out of room and we even have to start uh putting our memories and our thoughts 
uh, in uh, with one another to save room. And so even like icons need to be combined so to save room. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's where that idea came from. But that series um, has grown over the years. And uh, uh, since they moved into the, the space that's in the museum proper mm-hmm. uh, in late 2013, it has been a, a, a steady, uh, a, kind of a, a steady paycheck for me. Nice, man. Wow. Yeah. And I also, and that, okay, so then that is something that is always happening, but I'm then approached from different businesses or Mm -hmm. people who have seen that work and maybe want me to create something like it or different or something uh, for their office space or, uh, you know, their lobby of their building or, Mm -hmm. so I do that kind of stuff too. And Wow. So like large scale commission type work? Yeah. And, wow. you know, small scale, too. If someone, you know, has a logo mm-hmm. they want and they're and cool, you, I do it. <laughs> and you also do, uh, I know that you did the Stokely album. Yes, I did. Yeah. Artwork, right? Yeah. How did that come around? Uh, well, it all comes back from to France. <laughs> right. You know, uh, his beautiful wife, lovely wife, uh, Sylvia, contacted me to do a video interview with their daughter, Aaliyah, who was She's still doing it. She does like a video podcast. Oh, really? She interviews folks. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You have wow. to check her out. I do have to check that out. And uh, she wanted to interview me because of LP, of Le Petit Prince. Nice. <laughs> and so that's how I, I, you know, was introduced to them. But then Stokely just reached out out of the blue. Oh, wow. Like, you know, okay. years later. And he's the man. <laughs> have you done any other... Uh Album uh, stuff, artworks? I have, but no one you've probably heard of. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. give them a shout out. Uh, I don't, yeah, Art Kenyon. I did. Art Kenyon. Yeah, Art Kenyon. Uh, very talented young man from Vancouver. Okay. Maybe you have heard of him. I don't know. That was really presumptuous of me to say. <laughs> well, um, I wanted to make sure he got his shot. Right, yeah. Well, that, I but, heard of him. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, gosh. No. I, not too much of that, really. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> No, that's that's, that's dope. Um, okay. But yeah, I'd love to do more because that stuff's fun, and that's, I mean, I'm really drawn to the square format. Most of my paintings, most of my images that I create are f- square format, and that probably goes right back to staring at album covers as a kid. Oh wow! Know? Okay, talk to me about that because uh, you know we come from a time where there was album, uh, you know, there's a huge phys- yeah. album. Some of the ones you could open out and then they would be sleeves and some of yeah. them you know for me i would put those all over my walls me too. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the imagery was highly influential to yeah. me as a kid i mean what is album art it was just as big as the music yeah you know, it right? was a part of it it was a it was this artifact you know and there was a almost a ritual about taking the plastic off mm-hmm. and you know unveiling this object and it held this magic inside it that you needed this machine to unleash and there are the visuals that you got to like study as you listen right. to this music and it was all connected and it was oh man so inspirational to me and influential and i think it i mean it definitely helped kind of mold the idea of what i wanted to do mm. What were what some of the, uh, in terms of the Prince albums, what were some of the ones that stand out for you in terms of the, the artwork, Imagery. whether it be the cover or just the look or whatever? 
gosh. There's so many. <laughs> and I, I guess I want to say 1999 just because it was okay. his hand. Okay. You know what I mean? And that fascinated me. Mm. And there's so much weird little stuff, stuff going, going on. <laughs> and yeah. Um, Around the World in a Day is a beautiful, beautiful cover. It has the same type of a, a feeling where you can like look at it for hours and find new things. I would say too that 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 was the first one where I noticed. <clears throat> I thought was, I, th- I don't know if I I guess I had the record first, the album, but it was that the song titles were all had different fonts, and, right, and stuff, and I stood out. I think to they me. did that with Purple Rain too. They, they did. You're yeah. right. For some but, reason, I just really remember around the world. That's true. It was, and I was just like, "Wow!" Like, it like set a tone, right? This is really dope. Like he's, you know, got a lot of. I just re- it made me think he must take this very serious because, on one hand, you could just be like, "Leave it to this person," right. or but I just felt like he must have had his hand. I don't know if he did not, but I just appreciated that because I yeah. was like, "Man, he's, details again." Yeah, right? he's so into the you know the music, and it matched the music because it right. was totally different from what came before, and it wasn't like some easily digestible music right. either. You, right. you kind of had especially to pay for attention. us at the time, we were not we didn't know what to expect, yeah. right? And he was, was like, like "Whoa, oh, okay, let different." Me, sit back and yeah listen to this this is weird this is great this is funky yeah but i ain't never seen this before yeah so i was yeah that That was like you know if you think about it that was like almost (sighs) parade to a certain extent too but to me like those two albums were such a uh what's a escape from his what maybe you would call his signature sound right yeah you know, and they're really the only two that are like that because he kind of gets back into. That's interesting. Maybe love sexy too. That sounds so different than everything else too. Yeah, maybe I would, it's just that whole. I actually that whole yeah, section yeah. is sort of an escape from. I don't know if escape is the word, but it's so yeah, not escape, but just like a, style. Re- a tre- retreat. No, there's another word that I can't come up with right yeah. now. But then it kind of all hit back into the. Uh, this is a whole other conversation. No, no, no. It's good <laughs> because you know I think that. As, as but artists, I feel like he jumped out of his on purpose, of course, in the, kind of out of the comfort zone. Yeah, if that's, if, if that's something you can say, right? Just because he could easily, I think he said him, so I could easily just gave you right nineteen ninety nine, yeah, yeah, and you would have been good with that. Exactly. But let me. But he got the response, I think, that he wanted or was hoping for, because we were all like, "What?" Well, I think that yeah, and it was. Uh, I think that was the second chapter. Because that whole first period, he was building towards Purple Rain. It's like, okay, yep. And now, exactly. Now I'm going to flip it on him. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do this whole thing. But I think, in terms of for fans, I think it it, it made a whole different group of people who may have appreciated some of that. But then this was like, you could say, here's a jumping on point for me now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's some of what was before, but this is all new stuff. It's like for my cousin. Who was totally into that first half? She kind of like eased back a little bit when around really? the day because it wasn't it what wasn't, she grew up mm-hmm. with, and so. But for me, I just got the tail end of that of that yeah. part, and then I was, oh, this is great! Like, so I think it was like another chapter to say, okay, I'm gonna open this thing out, and maybe some more people who may have heard about me from Purple Rain. And yeah, I got something. Yeah, else I'm not too. just the Purple Rain guy. Yeah, I'm not gonna just do just. 
that older stuff, yeah, we got some great new shit. And, you know, but that was a joy. Again, as an artist, I appreciate it because it's like, man, he's not falling on his lawyer. He, he, no, he's, he's stretching. He's blazing forward, man. And the shit is good. It's great. Mm-hmm. But it's different, and you have to pay attention. You know, it's like, okay. Oh, because sometimes I was like, eh, I don't know. Well, I don't know about this one. Really? <laughs> Back then, then you were? Yes. Okay. Uh, particularly. I was all on board. Like, I was, yeah. Love Sexy, which is one of okay. my favorite. But when I, because my expectations was something different. Okay. And I was, why? Because I was listening to Sign of Times Heavy. Yeah. Uh, Sign of Times You were movie. hoping for the Black Album. It was heavy. Uh, I you know you know what I was hoping for. I was very much into the Minneapolis sound, so I was a big Jesse John. I was okay, Jesse yeah. took that and sort of ran, ran with, with that and kept totally. me going with that too. And I heard bits and pieces in Jam and Lewis when they wanted to do mm. it. They would keyboard lines. Ah, so I knew Prince could do it, but I was like, oh, he's he's not gonna do it. He's gonna go into another because I want him to do it. He's not going to do it exactly. But but it was like. When I heard the songs live, though, mm-hmm. then I was like, I get them. Uh-huh. They're, okay, they're dope. I understand. Nice. <laughs> I, I see you. I can't. I, I understand. <laughs> like, I, back then, I had a, one other friend, maybe, that was really into Prince during, the, like, the Purple Rain era, right? Mm-hmm. And as the years progressed, he just kind of fell off mm-hmm. to the side because he wasn't getting maybe what he had signed on for. <laughs> I don't right. know. But I was just like you guys are crazy. This is right. getting better and better. And uh, not that I can say that I am a huge fan of everything that he put out. Mm-hmm. I have uh, able to discern. But um, <laughs> yeah, that whole first decade, two decades. Is that right? No, decade. The first decade. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, the genius all era. the way i mean, <laughs> i guess and maybe i don't know if that's some of it is our age and maybe stuff, but and that's when we're coming of age and right, right. but ninth all the way to 1988 i i don't i can't question nothing about right. that it, yeah. there's so much growth and how did you, you know? do it see what i did like you were telling me earlier that you were hearing in real time prince music not realizing maybe right. it was prince through different people you're associated with so i went my first Prince album was Purple Rain. And then I went okay. back and got 1999. And then I went and got Controversy. And mm-hmm. then I, so I was stripping it away. It's kind of the same in way. In reverse. Yeah, I kind of did that. I think yeah, Purple Rain came out maybe around the world in a day. And then I started, you know what? I want to go back. I see these albums at mm-hmm. Tower. Right. And they look kind of weird, you know. <laughs> and I say weird in the sense of, you know, Purple Rain imagery is out of the park. Around the world in the days out of the park, you look at the first Prince, the second Prince album cover. <laughs> that, that's actually really the same guy. It almost same looks dude? like it's way different time period or something. But it's crazy. That's only five years. Yeah, no. And then, but I pick it up. I'm like, wow, this sounds like again. My words may be all over the place. It's some traditional R&B, yeah. but obviously it's got the Prince thing. But I was like, this is this is really good. Like uh-huh. I wouldn't expect this. And then by the time I got to Dirty Mind. I didn't know what to expect, but I was just like, whoa. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is on some other shit. Mm-hmm. This is the same guy. Like, I can hear it, but this is raw, man. I was like, 
this is some shit right here. Yeah, and that's another one. That's another album that sounds completely different than yeah. anything else because he left it so raw and awesome, man. It, it's dope. I'm the same way with controversy too. I just think that that is an amazing. It's like it took the Dirty Mind and just another level. Yeah, and but then like, from controversy to 1999, it's like he went to another whole, planet yeah. for a while, like got infused with something <laughs> and came back and like became he was like fully formed. Right. Yeah, right. That's a whole other. And yeah. then like you said, when I at some point I bought the Times album. Mm-hmm. Now for me, mm-hmm. I, I'm done. I, I almost, I don't almost, I hold those. If somebody asks me what's your top 10, those albums are in there same. At, if they're Prince albums to me. Just somebody else singing the songs. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, okay. Get it up. Yeah, it is one of the best Prince songs yeah, this ever. Amazing, man. Those albums. Yeah. I was just listening. Like, shout out to Dwayne. I was, I'm listening to the audiobook of the book now. Oh, are you? I, okay, I got to do that. I would recommend... If you've read the book, listen to the audio. It's just as incredible. But just to hear again that whole period of making ice cream castles and yeah. all that, just like, isn't it boggling, mind boggling like, how much it's crazy it's work, all the stuff he's doing. And these are, these aren't like throwaway songs. These are like yeah. iconic, dope songs yeah. all at the same time. Just like genius it's level. Ridiculous, like he's man. just spilling it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And just to hear like all of the, joy in the pain of that mm-hmm. period it's a very fascinating it is uh, Dwayne Tudal yeah shout out to Dwayne um but yeah we were talking about just some of our thoughts on older prints and prince records and stuff um I always wanted to ask you too man just your aspect and what did you think of the movies I mean obviously I, we think what we think about Purple Rain but I mean you have Under Cherry Moon you have Sign of the Times Graffiti Bridge yeah. Did you I, go to those when they oh first yeah. came out? And stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, of course. Um, Under the Cherry Moon, I was, like, so excited for. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had to defend Prince to my friends <laughs> right. so many times, right? Um, I see now that it stands as an artistic statement, and it's his, and I love it. Um, even at the time that it came out though i knew it wasn't uh, maybe the writing suffered a little bit i don't you know i don't want to i don't place judge i don't like to place judgment on art mm-hmm. but it wasn't uh, you know it 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 lacked something but what it it didn't lack charm for me like it's mm-hmm. it, i still loved it even though it wasn't the greatest movie ever um i still and it loved was it. not the worst movie no ever it definitely either. wasn't I, I think it's I think the expectation I think was so strong on him because sure. of Purple Rain that that movie got shitted on unnecessarily. Yeah, it did. Because it wasn't. I mean, it you wasn't can watch that. it now. No, and it's I just love like, it. It's just funny. It I is. It's like any other comedy. And it's super iconic. And yeah. there's so many. There's a lot going on in that movie. Yeah. That uh, normal movies, I don't think normal, but movies <laughs> that you would consider maybe in that Main, genre yeah. don't even have. No. They don't have the charismatic guy. Oh, man, it's totally unique. The, the, the visual of it, yeah. the music. Right. I mean, it's got way more than most. I call it a comedy. Yeah. Than, than most sort of comedies would, would not even have that. They That's, would just be standard movies that look like regular old movies. That's right. They took a, it was a risk. It was a risk. And it was, you know, it got panned. But, yeah, we love it. Yeah. And we... And Prince is great in that movie. Like, yeah. 
I wish he could have done more movies like I that wish because he, he obviously is the camera loved him built obviously to be that guy. Right? Yeah. he's a funny dude. Like, and he yeah. can switch it and be this like sexy dude on the same movie where there's listen, I'm a dude, but you can look at that part. There's certain parts in that movie where like Mary Sharon first sees him mm. and he gives her that. Oh yeah, look. the look. Come on, man. Who else? Can do that, right? And then be acting a fool in the other parts of the movie, right? Like that's dude is fucking a natural man. Yeah, (sighs) Yeah. I didn't get worked up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean he was magic. And uh, let's see. So next movie, Silent Times Times. was amazing. Yes, Yes. I wish we would have been able to see it live. Yeah, yeah. But the movie is brilliant and perfect. And I watched that thing uh, into the ground. I love it. Yeah. And it, to this day, the guitar solo at uh, Nothing Take the Place of Your Man uh, is uh, probably, God, it's one of maybe one of my favorite Prince guitar moments. That the whole, whole thing. performance. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God. Break it so, it, I'm getting tingles just uh, thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> it's really, it's yeah. Amazing. Graffiti Bridge <laughs> <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> I don't want to again. I don't want to like badmouth it, but it's not the best movie in the world. Right. It's closer to the worst. <laughs> but again, maybe it's it's not the worst. But it's um, the music. Here, here's what the problem with it for me is that the movie overshadowed the brilliance of the music. There are like some of the most wonderful Prince musical moments on that album. You yeah, know? The, like the music is incredible. Yeah, no doubt about it. And so I feel like that gets overshadowed by the weakness of the of the film, which is too bad. But it introduced us to Ingrid Chavez, who is a wonderful person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That movie. I guess it's, that didn't introduce us to her. Love, sexy did, but we got to see well, her. Yeah, visually good. Yeah. I, again, I just think that movie was another one of these. The expectations and the. And what that movie could have been. Mm-hmm. If you build that movie as a Purple Rain sequel, <laughs> that's uh, that's the first mistake. Because right. that's so much to live up to. Like, yeah. Okay, so this is going to be like a Purple Rain? Yeah. So, fine, I'm with that. But then, when you present it to us as like, you know, it's just got some, I don't, I don't want to say fantasy, but... You know, it's got some like the surreal, surreal and yeah, it's mystical not a reality all the way. Yeah, and you shoot that sort of in the soundstage environment. <laughs> then my expectation—I don't know what this is. I'm like, well, I don't, this isn't Purple Rain. Is it like a Broadway is, musical? Yeah, this is something else. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where it got off track because they're playing the same characters. Yeah. And again, it's like you're pulling the movie. It's like now if you made Purple Rain. Or you know something, but you made it like it was a Marvel movie or something. Like, yeah. why, why are the superheroes? <laughs> right, right. What's going on? So to me, that's kind of what happened with that. I just it looked too surreal. You, you, yeah. you, it was too surreal yeah. when I wanted to be kind of gritty. Yeah, like Purple know, Rain. Purple was. Rain was so dark. That it wasn't was, dark. Yeah, there weren't angels in Purple Rain. Right. So was, yeah, like are you going to introduce Thor into this? Okay. <laughs> well, you got to make make it make sense, man. Like, yeah, he uh, was on a different trip for that for sure. Yeah. And, and that's the joy. You know, we're talking about artists and going back to different looks and times. He should have just said, you know what? I'm not doing Purple Rain the sequel. I'm doing Graffiti Bridge. Yeah. It's, and this is going to be a fantasy. You know, 
it's going to be what it where is, I'm at it, right now, yeah. not where I was back in 84. Right, that's true. So leave that alone. This is this. I think mm-hmm. then it would have, I would have been like, okay, this is on some different shit. Right. I'm cool. This is not Morris Day. This is whoever. And you're not the kid. He's set and such. Yeah, so yeah. It makes a lot of sense to me. But I think Could've that's when should've, you should have, yeah. Maybe. But again, I mean, he probably used the, the idea of it being the sequel to Purple Rain to sell to it. To get it, yeah. To the, the, you know, to the studio. Probably true. Yeah. And it sounded like a good idea. Oh, shake! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? But, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's that one, I have to admit, is still kind of hard to watch. <laughs> but. And, uh, oh, they also gave us Robin Power. That's true. Oh. That's true. Woo! But yes, I agree. He should have done, he could have done a lot more movies. He would have been a, if he could have ended up playing anybody but playing himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of free himself out. Yeah. To, that would have, yeah, that's a definitely a, a what if I would have always loved to see Prince play in some other movie and not have to play. Not be Prince. Prince. And just let him be, because he obviously has these characters in him. Like, oh yeah, so he's like a been, natural. Yeah, it would have been hilarious, man. I think he would have been, yeah, awesome. Uh, but anyway, another lifetime. Now you probably haven't heard this, but we have a new uh, one of our shows called High Heel Boots. High Heel Boots. I'm not talk about bootlegs and okay. play music. But the last episode that just our Patreon people have heard it is hosted by a guy named Lonnie Stroke the Third. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, Prince's first play cousin on his first cousin's mama's side. Say what? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it goes deep. <laughs> but yeah, Lonnie Stroke the Third. He is. Uh, he knew Prince back in the day. He was okay. his first play cousin, and uh, he's from the old school. But he uh, curated some music. Okay. On the show and then he tells some stories. Uh, so you play in music too yeah he plays music on there he's playing it's, it's called high hill boots uh-huh. so there's a reason why we can't play that show out gotcha to the world but it is on the patreon but uh, uh-huh. he's a funny dude he's in the new one he has some he has, I'll send it to you he's got, oh, yeah. some, got some cuts on there man. really yeah he's a, he talks about summertime thing and according to him he says that the song used to be called her booty can swank <laughs> <laughs> really? He thought Prince, he Prince said it, that would be a little too much, so they changed. So the it went from her booty can swing her to summertime thing swing. to the latest the, fashion. Ah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> the latest. I forgot about the latest fashion. <laughs> That's right. Ah, uh, man. Evolution. Yes. That and you know, now that we're talking about that song, real quick. That blows my mind to me that that song was. Sitting there for the ice cream cap, maybe even the second time album. I think about it, but he thought it a was a long time. Yeah, it was. He there thought early. it was weak. Right. Did you catch that part in the book where he's he's like write this on this? He had a write week, I think, on the oh, actual box. Oh God, I forgot he about said, that. Anytime I ever asked for that, but he, he kept said, coming back to it, like he tried to give it to Eddie Murphy. That's right. Wow. That, <laughs> and Eddie turned it down, so I he's like, see. "Okay, fine." No, 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 no. I think that was chocolate. Oh, I think that was chocolate. Now that you're you right. say that, yeah, <laughs> which still would have been yeah, hilarious. If Eddie did that, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, but yeah, I mean that to me, that song is. I remember when I first heard that song. 
I think it was on. I don't know if you remember Radio Scope. It was mm. like a radio program that used to come on, like the black radio station here. here. But it was a syndicated show. Oh, okay. But they had the the album early. I think they had a thing with Prince or something. But they played the whole Pandemonium album before it came out on their what? show. And they, I remember when Pan, uh, Summertime thing came on, I was like, whoa, this is that shit right here. And then. But it was the latest fashion, wasn't it? Well, on their album, it was Summertime. Oh, God. It's right. so confusing. Right. And so I was just like, this is the shit right here. That's, oh, and it's yeah. always in my favorite. Like, I love the time stuff. And I put that, I always said, that was the one song that their newer stuff that yeah. was on the caliber of the older stuff. Now knowing that, because it was from that time. Right. right? And uh, so, yeah, I just was like, man, I don't know how he thought that song was weak. <laughs> that song is ridiculous. But I think, I, me personally, I think he was like, this shit is too good. I don't want them to have all these cuts, man. <laughs> you so, can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want them outshining me. Put that That's up. probably also true. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway. Um, um, let's see. What else? Do you need to know about Le Petit Prince? Le Petit. Well, I mean, what's next for you? I mean, what's you know? I've just been working chronologically, uh, just recreating each year. I try to do four or five images per year, mm. and uh, every Saturday, I, you know, I release them on Instagram and Facebook. Hashtag LPP Saturday. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so I work. Chronologically, I'm ahead about two years or so. Mm. So, um, yeah, I came to the 2016 mark and I was starting to like freak out and wonder what I was going to do. Hmm. And it was, it, I started getting really sad. Like it started to make me, uh, you know, because wow. it brought it back. Because what I'd, you know, this whole project had had turned into was a way to, you know, keep him alive in a way and and celebrate him and then i was coming to this this critical end that actually wow. you know so i've been struggling with it a little bit and what i've decided to do is just time warp him back to oh, okay and i'm just gonna start it up again and start in like 1975 or six and wow like okay go through it and add oh, what awesome. i didn't add the first and second and third oh, times awesome. <laughs> okay wow any or did you have any thoughts of um well I, I have to ask you this um and I know you don't sell them, yeah. but if somebody said, Hey man, I got <laughs> I got ten G's here. I really would love one of these for my private personal I mean, no one has actually come forward with the dollar amount. Right. But I've ha yeah, I mean I've had several people approach me in a sort of similar way like i won't tell anybody i swear <laughs> i won't post any pictures it'll just be between you and me and yeah no hmm. mm -mm. so oprah's like i gotta oprah. have one hmm. okay well, you had to say oprah <laughs> <laughs> everyone needs an lpp <laughs> uh no i would have to like stick to my integrity mm. okay and Oh, okay. I guess I need to explain something about the LPP project mm -hmm. post cease and desist, right? So I ceased and desisted and um, kind of struggled with what to do. And I just decided that if I couldn't 
uh, you know, portray Prince anymore. I would create a one six version of myself and I mm. would play the part of Prince. Okay. And so this like then turned into this whole side project uh, spinoff where Le Petit Troy and I got to uh, sort of have this uh, hero fantasy fulfillment thing where I could uh, okay, I place myself some, in yeah. all these different scenarios as different nice. people, different artists. You know, I, w- I could be Pablo Picasso and Andy Warhol and David Bowie and Prince and Muhammad Ali and wow. Luke Skywalker. And mm-hmm. so it became a really cool uh, kind of a lemonade moment where, you know, it, it just turned into this n- new cool thing. And throughout that process, I began learning more about lighting and, and art direction. And I started to hone uh, my skills in these new uh, different areas, you know, cr- crafting these f- photographs. And I got to the point where I was like, well, I've, I've learned all this stuff. I have to go back to Prince now and mm. start over okay. <laughs> and, 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 and do it in a way that will for sure not be any infringing upon any existing mm-hmm. imagery and in a way that doesn't direct anyone to anything that's for sale, uh, you know, and just keep it pure. And so I did that, and I think I want to I, I want to say like late 2013, maybe a year or so after I ended the LPP project for the little sabbatical that I had, I began reintroducing him, you know, and, mm. and throwing little pictures out here and there, and it grew and grew back into becoming like uh you know a highlighted project again and so i mean i was doing it full on before he 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 left and i don't know i hope he got to see some of those later pictures and uh, got to appreciate the the craftsmanship and the love right. that i hope is apparent well i will tell you one thing as we wrap up i know the fans do uh, i know i do as well and we really do appreciate and love the work you do. You showed me a piece today that you just posted up regarding Camille. And it took me a second to, to get it, but then I was like, wow, like, who does that? Like, that's, <laughs> that was so creative. And now I totally get it. You know? like, okay. <laughs> right on. But that's the type of stuff we love, man. Yeah, and that's separate that. from the LPP stuff altogether. Right. You know, this is, it, he, he, he's inspiring sculpture and, and paintings. That's awesome, and, man. Yeah. So and, and I I gotta say, thank you for for doing this with me. It's no it's, it's been fun. And I gotta say thank you to all the amazing people who show me love every week, in and out. And you know, I know it's it, I know it's because we all love Prince, and that's why we're here, and that's why I'm talking to you. But it really you know it means a lot to me to to get the comments and and the I wish I could. I wish I had the time to like say something back to everybody, <laughs> every person. But uh, I hope you know how much I appreciate you guys. And uh, you know, hey, Prince man. is infinite. Yeah, just just keep doing with you, man. That's that's the beauty of it. And last thing I'll say, I mean, even today we saw an example of somebody seeing something cool that you had on your t-shirt, the, the vanity <laughs> shirt, and the young lady at the restaurant. She had, sparked a conversation about Prince, yeah. and she took a picture of it. So. Again, just keep doing what you're doing, man. You're being true to yourself, and people recognize that you're shining. So it's it's, it's all love, man. It's 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 my way of uh, communing with you, and and 
everybody who uh, feels the way I do about the creative output of this genius that has meant so much to us, you know? Yes, yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Troy. Actually, also, I wanted to ask you, where can people who don't know, where can they find out more about uh, you? Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, Prince-related, uh, <laughs> it's easy to uh, find me with the LPP LPP Saturday hashtag on Instagram. Um, if you just you know if you're interested in other art, which I love, uh, you know I like introducing people to different types of art that maybe they wouldn't have seen. Uh, you know, being introduced via LPP, maybe they get to see some other stuff as well that is interesting. So Troy Gua, T R O Y G U A, is uh, you know where you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. All right. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, please check us out at podcastjuice.net or princepodcast.com. Listen, if you haven't already, think about becoming a Patreon and join us. Help support us. Again, you could do it for a dollar a month. That ain't too bad. Uh, but it helps keep the lights on. And, uh, you know, it's no obligation, but we would appreciate it if you could. And as do always, it. my name is Michael Team. Working like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace. Then I say Then I say